The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. It is 3.34 on Hometown Radio. I'm Dave Congleton. Leslie Halls joins us at 4.05. New uh, District 4 County Supervisor Jimmy Paulding will be here tomorrow. Uh, The boys from Caltrans join us uh, Monday at 5 o'clock. We're busy. I'm Dave Congleton. Next up, we put the community spotlight on the fine folks at the San Luis Obispo Museum of Art, which means that Leanne Standish is with us. Leanne, how are you? I'm good. I'm thrilled to be here when nice you're to so see busy. You. And you <laughs> flew all the way back through the storms. <laughs> through the storms, yeah. We had a proper blizzard. My folks live in West Michigan, and every year I wish for lots of snow, and this year I got several years' worth. Don't you know you're not supposed to travel over Christmas vacation? I know, but don't tell my mother that because I'm expected at home. <laughs> oh. well, you, you go you go home for Thanksgiving oh. where you have a good chance of getting in and out. Ah, that's and wise. then Christmas, have them come see you in California. Indeed. Tell mom I said that. Okay. How are things at the museum, Leanne? Things are really good at the museum. It's kind of a fun time of year. I get very excited about this. It's uh, almost the one-year anniversary of the mural on the outside of the building. This is our second in a series. You know, Calafia is the second of uh, the series. So at the end of this month, we'll begin painting over Calafia was here, which is an exquisite mural done by an artist, Erin Leanne Mitchell. Um, so, uh, we'll paint it over for a week's period of time. And then the new artist who is selected for the process, her name is Leah Rosenberg, will begin installing on February 7th. Leah is such a cool story for me. I highly recommend. Tell the story. Well, I highly recommend, first of all, that, um, your listeners check out her TED talk. Because you will fall in love with her. What's her name again, please? Leah Rosenberg. L-E-A-H. Okay. Okay. Leah Rosenberg does these exquisite um, pieces that are really about color um, and the meanings of our colors and where they come from and how we attach things to them. And she um, is also a a baker um, and she uh, baked for she was the pastry chef for the San Francisco MoMA's um, Museum Cafe for years. No. All right. Yeah. All right. And then um, she most recently did a mural at SF MoMA. Before ours. How'd you find her? Um, you know, it's so great. Art, artists have a network. You know, we once we've begun to sort of gain a reputation as a museum and a community that's very welcoming, which is really wonderful. Um, and as we begin to work with artists, they put wor- the word out into their network and we tell them, you know, what we're looking for and what we're looking at. And I had followed Leah's career off and on and my colleague Emma Saperstein, our chief curator, of course. Um, Who just got her second master's degree. That She's a smarty <laughs> pants, that one. <laughs> she's unstoppable. Yeah. And such a such a careful, considerate curator. She's doing excellent work. So she played a role in this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Emma Emma presents almost, I mean, almost every show. um, We have another curator who works with her as well, but um, we sort of lay out our year 
and look at how are we on balance as far as subject matter, diversity, um, regional artists. Are we representing, you know, of the last 18 shows, 10 of them were area artists. Um, so we really are careful with that balance as well as um, sort of the topics. So we should remind folks that the San Luis Obispo Museum of Art is right there at the corner of Broad and Monterey downtown. We have the best location. All of my colleagues are jealous. My peers well, in the should industry. Be. Yeah. It's a great location. It's the best. So can you give us a clue about the new mural? Yeah, well. Or it has to be seen to be appreciated. It has to be seen to be appreciated. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But the current mural is up just until the end of the month. Until the end of the month. Calafia was here, which was just a really remarkable process and a really remarkable artist. What do you look for in murals? Well, you know, when we did when we did our first mural, I felt very passionately that um, I really wanted a Spanish-speaking artist um, because I believe so much in um, our um, Spanish-speaking audience at the museum. We do everything we do is in, uh, is bilingual. Our labels, our books, our catalogs, everything. Um, and so that was our first goal. Our second goal was really to have a woman of color do the work. Um, just in order to reflect back to the community, um, we see you, you're welcome here. Um, you know, we hear so much about our lack of diversity, and the museum is a place where we can really speak to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Leah's work, um, I really felt passionately that at this point, on the third mural, that we needed to focus on a California artist and something that was less political and a little more just focused on joy. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly now. Yeah. Particularly now. We need joy. I love joy. We can't even pick a speaker of the house. We need joy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very dramatic. Yeah. All right. So uh, as we chat with Leanne Sanders from the San Luis Obispo Museum of Art, we remind folks of your website, please. www.slowmuseumofart.org. That kind of says it all. A new exhibit opening tomorrow. Yes. Um, uh, uh, sorry. Um, We have a new exhibition that's opening tomorrow. It's a really beautiful exhibition. And we're doing an opening performance piece with a a dancer, Heather Gray, from Slow Movement Arts, who will be doing a piece several times over the evening tomorrow. So it's a great way to engage with the new show. Um, And Nixon Bora is the artist. And um, I guess tomorrow is the first day of uh, Clear Skies. Probably. Well, okay. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. <laughs> and Craig said it too. It's supposed to be clear tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm. I think we're all getting a little antsy, being sort of cooped up. So I'll take the out. rain. I'd let it rain. Well, it's going to rain again on Saturday, so yeah. it's just one day, all one right. day for our performance piece. Uh, so tomorrow, uh, what time, please? Um, it's our Art After Dark program. It's from five to 8 p.m. the first Friday of every month. Um, Peachy Canyon is pouring. Um, We'll have a DJ, the performance piece that happens several times throughout the night, and the premiere of Nixon Bora's exhibition. Oh, and talk about the exhibition itself, please. Oh, it's really extraordinary. Nixon's career is um, over um, decades, and he began as a photographer and really focused on dancers in his work. And then he began to evolve into these different mediums where he replicates the patterns in this beautiful way. I, I, it's, it's hard to describe. It's really something we're seeing. And um, and the evolution of his work is really well um, uh, narrated in this show. Hmm. And how long will the show be up? The show will be up for uh, 
two and a half months. Hmm. I'm glad to see Art, Art After Dark back. Uh, we really have found it to be a great program. We're the only one doing it this month. So the Arts Council supports the program. Right. So explain. It's hard to keep up with the Arts Council. I, well, I, you know, um, so they they sponsor the program, and, right. um, but they don't do it in January, which we hadn't realized. And we'd see no reason not to gather in January. So Was there a reason why they didn't want to gather? I don't know. Okay. Don't know. We won't go there. Yeah, I don't know. But that, that means it, it's so much easier. You only have one place to go, and it's our place. So yours is the only place doing it uh, only place. in January. Yep. 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 You know, a lot of museums hmm. do it all over the country. They call it First Friday. They call it different things. It's our opportunity to be open into the evening. It's, I mean, it's the best place ever to take a date. You win so many points on culture. <laughs> 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 it is the best. And so come for the performance piece. Have a couple of glasses of wine with my friend Skylar Stuck from PG Canyon. Wander off to dinner. PG Canyon is a great wine. Oh, it's a great wine. And Skylar, if you don't know him, is a hoot. So um, it'll be extra fun to hang out with him. So I told you I don't, I don't know everybody. You do know everybody. Yes, no, no. <laughs> well, they all know you. I That's know. the thing. Yeah, that, that can be good and bad. <laughs> right. uh, so, Leanne, look back on uh, 2022. Was it a good year for oh Sloma? It was so extraordinary. Um, we got our first ever NEA grant. That actually, yay. yay! That's a big deal. That was a big deal for the museum. That NEA grant actually funded the Calafia was here mural on the building. Hmm. Um, we um, we reached a new high for attendance. I uh, saw the numbers on your annual report. Yeah, so our annual report, thank you very much, was published in November, and our number then was forty six thousand. And on New Year's Eve, we closed with just under fifty thousand. Wow. And the museum's record attendance before COVID was 30. So we're thrilled. We're thrilled. What's the, uh, other than the fact they have you as executive director, what are you doing differently that explains that? Well, I, I mean, things like Art After Dark are very important. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very proud of the mural program. I think it, you know, what was a very sort of discreet um, building before is very alive now. No, it screams art. It screams art. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, good. Yeah, and so I would say, you know, depending on the time of year, our tw- our guests are up to 70% tourists. So they're not necessarily local. We have a really sort of old-fashioned guest book where people sign in, and we invite them to write a note. And um, in our annual report, my favorite was the young... Oh, I saw the kid. Yeah, Yeah, best day ever. (laughs) (laughs) So we get sort of real-time information about where people are coming from. And, you know, if you're a tourist in Slow and you're downtown, um, it's so easy. It's completely free just to wander into the museum. And mostly what people say is they can't believe that this is here. Yeah. And, but it's right there. It's right there. It's, I mean, it's, it's right downtown. It's right downtown. And it's as good as anything you'll see in San Francisco or LA. I agree. Thank you. It's really, it's really changed over the years. Yeah. It's really evolved. Yeah. Yeah. And that's thanks to so many p- partners and patrons. You know, I don't know how we would do it without some of our major donors and support from the city. Um, it has allowed us to be ambitious and to show what's possible. All right. Uh, we will continue our conversation with Leanne Standish from the San Luis Obispo Museum of Art right here on AM 920 FM 96.5 News Talk KVEC.
I don't think I've reminded you in the last five minutes that you have a chance to win a $100 gift card to Lynn's tomorrow if you are the winner of our guest the last day of rain contest. Uh, John Lindsay is going to be here, and uh, good luck. I'm just telling you. Also tomorrow, uh, new county supervisor Jimmy Paulding. We are with you weekday afternoons from 3.05 to 7 o'clock right here at KVEC. Leslie Halls joins us after news at the top of the hour. We are back with the always busy Leanne Stanish. You're busy all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's a really but, good but look time. But look at Joe. You can see you right now. You have this big smile on your face. You're happy. <laughs> I am happy. You like this job, don't you? I love my job. I, lo- I love this community. I love what I get to do. I love my team. I'm just a big love bug. When are you going to get your second master's? <laughs> right. In my spare time. You know, it was really remarkable that Emma was able to do it. And I think it was a lot due to COVID. And uh, in another country. And in another country. Um, yeah. So now she feels like she has endless amounts of free time. Not true. Not true at all. She's such a busy person, too. Uh, you're very busy. You've got uh, different exhibits up. Let's uh, put the focus. Uh, one is homework. Homework is an extraordinary exhibition. It's 14 different artists. And it, the narrative is really um, remarkable. It's about how our our perception of home and self and, and work all changed during COVID. Hmm. Right? So... Um, and and what sort of movements came out of that time? And so I I find the exhibition to be really extraordinary. I'm very proud. It's a very um, unusual show. And you had asked about classes. So one of the artists in the show, an artist called Chiffon Thomas, Chiffon uh, made these extraordinary sculptures that are made out of their family um, Bibles, and they're deconstructed and reconstructed into these structures. They're just beautiful. They're so poignant. Um, Yeah, they're so good. And so um, Chiffon is going to come to town for two days in February, the third week in February. And the first day, Chiffon will do um, uh, a public workshop. You can sign up on our website um, to join Chiffon and make your own sculpture out of books that you cherish. Isn't that cool? I'm thinking about that. I know, right? You so it doesn't have it. to be Bibles. It can be doesn't have to be Bibles. No. Hmm. Yeah. And so, what, what what are the sculptures? What kind of shape do they take? Yeah. So with with chiffons, they take the shape of these buildings, and and one of them is really, I mean, it's just a remarkable. And it's very hard to describe, but you know, this is the leather bound part of your book. Yeah. And you need to take that and Chiffon, I don't know how I would even imagine to do this, but Chiffon does this. And it's really a narrative about what these pieces mean, what place means to Chiffon in this time. Chiffon grew up without a steady home. You know, this is how Chiffon sees home. I love it. Right? Now, see, I have a collection of paperbacks from when I was in high school. We're talking late 60s, early 70s. I could take those and I could make them into an exhibit. I don't know what they'd be about, but I've carried these paperback books with me all over the country. What kind of books? Uh, uh, detective novels, James Bond novels, yeah. history history books. To show you how long ago it was, they were on sale, 60 cents each. 60 cents. <laughs> One is um, Indian Wars of the U.S. Army. I, I've had this since high school. Right. I could make that little exhibit out of that. That would be beautiful. Uh, Do you read on a Kindle now? No, uh, I tried and I can't do it. 
Yeah. I'll do it sometimes for the show. Yeah. Somebody sends me a book. I've got to read it for the show. But I, I, I want to have the book in my hand. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's homework. How, how long is homework up for? So homework is open until the beginning of March. Okay. And that's in the Gray Wing, which is the main space. And then there's a show in the Nyback Gallery right now that's really brilliant. Is this Dirty Laundry? Dirty Laundry. Okay. Yeah, the average American throws away 70 pounds of clothing a year. Really? Not donates it, throws away. Throws away. Into the garbage. 70 pounds. 70 pounds. And so, you know, artists, um, you know, sort of shine a bright light on the issues of our time and um, open dialogues that are important. And this one is really remarkable. Um, When you see the exhibition, there are... You know, we're talking about the issue, and then there's also an artist who's doing work with um, mushrooms that and um, that can digest clothing and the materials. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to guess here that this artist takes dirty laundry and turns it into art. There are several artists in this show, and so there are di- several different ways of of um, tackling that issue artfully. Yeah. And is it really dirty laundry, or is it laundry has been cleaned? Um, there's dirt in that show. Okay. <laughs> Come and see it. You got to see it. So in the gray huh. wing, um, All right. after homework. Is this your idea of a good date night? <laughs> it is. Hey, honey. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Dave, because one of the main pieces in the show is this lawn patch in the middle of the show. And you can climb up on there and cuddle and get a selfie. And, you know. Really? The museum world now is very about selfies. When I was a kid growing up in the business, you weren't allowed to take pictures in the galleries ever. Now we can't yeah. wait for you to do it. But now they want you to. Now they want you to do it. We want you to do it, and we want you to tag us. And the and the library was always shh, right. And in museums, don't touch. Don't, don't touch. touch. And also be quiet in museums, which now you know we have DJs. We, uh, you know, we welcome dogs. It's museums are very different now than they were when I was a kid. Uh, please don't bring your dog to a museum. Please. I love it when you do. No, please don't do that. I'm a dog lover, but please leave the dog at home. It's all right. <laughs> well, it is confusing with a patch of grass in the middle of the <laughs> Well, I see. No sympathy. No sympathy. <laughs> I want to make sure we have time to talk about Second Saturdays. Yeah. Okay. The second Saturday of every month from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., on the museum's lawn, assuming that the weather cooperates, we offer up these art kits. They're extraordinary. Each month they um, sort of have a narrative that is similar to one of the shows in the exhibition. Um, I think the next um, second Saturday we're doing um, pieces that are around the Nixon Bora work. So inside the kit is everything you need from staplers and scissors and fun paper and glue and glitter and all the sorts of things that you need depending on the project. And they're completely free. So come, they're fun for adults to do. They're challenging at every level. Come, make your art there, take it home. Um, it's a really wonderful program. If you've got programs like this, something tells me, Leanne, you always need donations. Oh, we do. We do. We, do. Um, we are 100% donation um, supported as an institution. We have free admission. Those kits are free. Um, we're very, very lucky that um, we have uh, generous sponsors in the community. The boxes specifically are supo- sponsored by RRM. The MEOC Trust supports us in many ways. We have a lot of important donors um, that make all of that possible. And we always need more. 
Um, so you can go to our website, which is slowmuseumofart.org, and sign up to be a member. Join at any level. You get discounts in our bookshop. At the Museum Circle level, you get a lot of access to artists and private events, which is fun. That's such a great building to go to parties at. It really is. We have a lot mm. of cool stuff going on. Mm. All right. So what uh, lies ahead in 2023? What's the big goal this year? Oh, my gosh. Well, very exciting. We're um, we're endeavoring a study to, you know, the museum has, like many other, commu- you know, organizations in the community tried at different times to do a capital campaign right. to think what it would be next. Um, we are contracting with a group called Lord Cultural Resources. They're the preeminent museum planning firm in the world. And they're going to come in and audit what could SLOMA be in the future. We, you know, we don't have climate control in our current building, so there's no heat, there's no air conditioning. And it's a little bit leaky. Um, Is that a factor for your art, not to have heat or air conditioning? Yes. Yeah. We have to we have to manage all kinds of sort of funny interventions in order to have the great art that we do. Yeah, yeah. We what um, hmm. my colleague likes to say is we're held together by duct tape and good intentions. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to start a study and just to see because the community needs us so much. The community needs a gathering place for the kind of programming that we've been doing. Every program we do is oversold. We don't have any more room. So there was talk one time of building a brand new building. Maybe this is just a question of fixing up what you have. Could be. Don't know. Just don't really know. What is the desire? What is the capacity? What is the community need? So I'm excited to, to just explore it. Who knows right. what will come of it? But that's, a, that's our big ambitious for this new year. We also have really remarkable exhibitions. We have um, Morella Zacharias, who is an artist from Mexico City and New York, who does these sculptures that are, they look like pieces of cloth that are delicately waving. It's just remarkable how gorgeous these are. And that show will open in March in the Gray Wing. Um, And then we're also doing a show with Anila Anga. Anila Anga is the amazing artist who's been recognized all over the world for her exquisite work. She's the same artist who did the roundabout at Orchid and Tank Farm, that beautiful piece. So she'll be doing um, an installation in our galleries and then some public art talks again. That's where we find ourselves. We're hoping to partner with our friends at Palm Theater so we can have a bigger capacity for that. Are you noticing a, a change with all the people moving here because of COVID and what they're looking for in terms of art? And the art community? Yeah, well, you know, it's. I noticed that a lot of people um, come to the museum when they're new to the community looking for connection yeah. to other like-minded people. Um, I think a lot of people who um, find the community to be not as diverse as they, hope, or they would like find the museum to be um, a, a source of comfort and relevance. Um, yeah, I think the museum is an important touchstone. Uh, Leanne, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, happy New Year. I got about 30 seconds for a final thought. Oh, well, thank you, Dave, for having me. I'm so excited for 2023. See you guys tomorrow night from 5 to 8 at the museum. And that's... Um, um, Art After Dark. Art After Dark. <laughs> We're both having moments here. But, uh, and what time does that start? 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. All right. Thank Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Off we go. We've got ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together. Up next, Leslie Hall. She's been here since the 1970s. She wants to respond to Mayor Stewart and what the mayor said on this show yesterday, followed by a conversation with Dr. James Armstead and yet another one with Dr. Gene Nelson. We're live. We're local. This is Hometown Radio.
the 920 KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111 911.